stargazers, welcome to 7th House Astrology, where I take any topic that's astrological or any topic that is related to relationships and romance. I investigate under the lens of Sinistry Astrology, otherwise known as Love or Relationship Astrology, in order to find the answers and the truth of what we what relationships really are. I am your host, Sandra Misek, and I'm so glad that you guys have joined me for today. So for this evening, or for this today, all the way around, I have actually looked at the downloads, and I kind of look at the episodes that you guys most like so that I can deliver um, what's really liked uh, to to everyone. I mean, I, I just feel like that's really kind of crucial, but this is not just because it's liked. I feel like it's also because we've turned a milestone um, as of August the 23rd. So today is the chart of the moment. And we have actually transitioned from Leo season into Virgo season. What that means when it comes to relationships is that we're going from everyone, everything is a party, everyone is invited, um, as we see within Leo season into, yes, I will talk to you, but you need to follow manners, P's and Q's, proper forms of interaction within society um, with that of Virgo. And speaking of the sun shifting from Virgo, so we're going to get right into it. So the sun currently is in opposition to Saturn. And what this usually means is that not only are people seeming to become more stern when it comes to this Virgo season, but also um, there are two camps that usually result with a Sun-Saturn opposition. One is that everyone feels far more lonelier and far more isolated, and they're craving company. Sometimes they're craving company so much that they're violating boundaries of their significant others or of their loved ones. I know I've fallen into this camp um, a couple of times when it has come to my mom. And a lot of people right now are feeling a little more lonely because of this. The second camp is that of that of those I have also fallen into, um, actually. And that is of those who are craving boundaries and um, really are trying to push people away. They feel that people are being too clingy as well. Or you can also, like me, can fit into both camps, really, or to both sets of situations and circumstances. For the first, when it comes to being lonely, um, feeling lonely, needing company, and accidentally violating boundaries. The thing that Saturn opposite the sun recommends that we do is that I think Astrology King had also mentioned the more that we approach matters with problem solving, active problem solving in mind, the more that this will help us in turn. But I think the act of problem solving right now, especially when it comes to, you know, it's just not just Saturn, it's Saturn retrograde. So with Saturn retrograde, it's kind of challenging us to really um, try to respect the other person's boundaries in the relationship. Now, I know this is a lot easier said than done. I can attest to this. Um, I've had a ton of questions for my mom in regards to my psycho-emotional health. 
And also just in regards to my body, once I turned 40, had changed completely. Um, and I've asked her for her advice a lot. And there are times, I mean, I can recognize her cues, her signals from her body language uh, for when I'm like kind of transgressing a boundary. And one thing that I've had to do is just try to really rely on my own insight and my own wisdom. I have even had to verbally sometimes state like, hey, if I'm transgressing boundaries, please let me know um, in order to help her to feel heard and in order to you know, make sure that I'm not doing that from here on out too. But what I would recommend when it comes to relationships in general, when it comes to transgressing boundaries, um, this is an ongoing, you know, especially with Saturn retrograde involved, we kind of learn, we kind of become enlightened, and then we kind of slip. So it's kind of a long-term lesson. But what I would say is if you're kind of lonely, you're really um, craving for um, company, um, what I would just recommend to you and you're, you're kind of maybe accidentally clinging on to somebody, really try to recognize either body, body language or just some cues from the other person to see whether or not you may be transgressing their boundaries. And this can even include when you're in a public space, like maybe if you're taking a walk and say that you're kind of accidentally doing this to a stranger Maybe see some like subtle cues that they might not, if they, if you're seeing subtle cues that they're not really appreciating you, maybe kind of foregoing, you know, getting into their space, really. Um, respecting people's boundaries is really the biggest thing with this transit. And like I said, easier said than done. I completely understand. Um, but again, with Saturn retrograde, the good news is the more that you keep working with it, it's going to be more like 40-year knowledge as opposed to four-minute knowledge when it comes to respecting people's boundaries. If you're also, either if you're in like both camps or if you're on the latter end where you are craving independence and you feel that a lot of people are being clingy to you. I actually felt this last weekend when I was on a walk in a particular neighborhood that I really loved. Let's just say I had a meltdown because everybody around me, it's a type of neighborhood where they see me, they see me walking around, just enjoying my walk. And they kind of look at it as, oh, let's just invade her space. And, I, I, you know, might not be a deliberate action on their part. Again, it might be like a subconscious action. It might be, gee, I'm curious. I'm feeling a little lonely. Let's see what this, this new girl has to offer. However, um, the way that came across for me was that it was a deliberate act of invading my boundaries. I had a meltdown over it. And let's just say there were a lot of people who were like, ooh, toxic negativity here and avoided me completely. However, uh, when it comes to this latter camp, if somebody is behaving that way, when you have mentioned your boundaries, um, I would say if those are, if they're acting within the toxic positivity camp that with any sort of negativity, including mentioning your boundaries is somehow, you know, toxic or negative to them, maybe these individuals are better off without you. 
and maybe you might want to revamp their relationship, their actual contribution um, with their relationship to you in your life. If it is somebody who is a significant other or who is like a boyfriend or girlfriend who's behaving this way, you might want to rethink about the relationship because boundaries are crucial. They're just as crucial as sex, as keeping the passion alive, and they're also as crucial as getting along, having chemistry, and being platonic, and, you know, being married till you die, and all the other things that we kind of think of when we come into relationships, and all the things that I can really think of when it comes to what we have learned from astrology. So I think boundaries are very crucial. Um... I, I just find that if somebody's dismissing, if you've mentioned a boundary, somebody's dismissing you, they're probably not worth your time. And especially with how needy that they're being, probably, you probably need to move on to another relationship. But I would say within this camp, also make sure that you're balancing compassion in putting that into the equation. Um, making sure to be compassionate of those who might seem very clingy, as well as um, also mentioning boundaries. Maybe with incorporating that compassion, you can kind of understand where the other person is coming from. Maybe also, too, with that compassion, you might kind of see that maybe individuals aren't deliberately getting into your space. Maybe they're just craving company because they're feeling a little, maybe 2020 is happening all over again. 2020 was kind of the biggest last time that um, Saturn retrograde had really happened. Um, you know, it was like a, a big thing because it was also conjunct Pluto um, within Capricorn. And I think a lot of people, especially at that time, a lot of people not only felt, felt a sense of isolation there, but they, their trauma from that time might be retriggered at this time. So maybe, you know, kind of coming to that with a little more compassion and, um, you know, again, mentioning boundaries with that compassion. So the other stars of the show for the chart of this moment. So while um, Venus retrograde had stopped as of the third of this month, so as of yesterday, thank goodness, um, we also now have Mercury retrograde, which also started on August the 23rd. As if that's not enough, we also have Mars in Virgo. I'm going to start there, actually. With Mars being in Virgo, it's not a great placement for Mars. Um, if you kind of think about it, Virgo is very methodical thinking. They like to strive for perfection, if possible precision most times. They're very grounded, or Virgo is also a very grounded form of energy. The archetype is very grounded and very earthy. And, you know, we have this fiery planet that's full of impulse, that's full of desire and survival, and it just doesn't mix very well um, in this sign. One thing I have been seeing a lot of are physical altercations with um, Mars being in Virgo, um, coincidentally. A lot of people who have um, just allowed for situations to come to boiling point, um, making excuses for just, you know, getting involved in, um, like I said, physical altercation with someone else. 
Um, a great example of this, one of my neighbors had their house shown and one of the employees who was helping to show off the house was, um, you know, engaging in a physical altercation with one of his coworkers because he looked at him funny. Um, I also saw another physical altercation happening at the um, basketball court in the park because somebody called someone else a very inappropriate and obscene name. Um, stargazers, really, all in all honesty, when it comes to Mars, especially in Virgo, I know this is also easier said than done, but impulse is really high. I've, I've literally had to pull back myself um, and make sure that what I say and what I do are actually worth it. Um, you know, when it comes to enemy and enmity, um, really, I, I would uh, urge you to do the same when it comes to physical altercations, pull back, or when it comes to impulsive energy that Mars brings, pull back and see if the actions are really worth it. Like in the case for the guy who was working for a realtor, you're going to lose your job. You're going to lose this month's rent. And also you're going to lose your trust of your coworkers. Now, if you don't care about that, okay. But most people do care about one of the three above things. So um, really, in essence, this month's rent, losing your job, you know, and then also, you know, losing trust with your coworkers. Is it really worth it? You know, is this person who's engaging and instigating the fight, are they worth it? Um, and I know, like I said, it's easier said than done. I know I've had to, like, for me, um, like I mentioned earlier, I've had to pull back. I've had to make sure that if I do have words for somebody, that it's, it lands the right way. It lands in the appropriate way. Um, and I know sometimes it's like, you know, kind of like with Saturn retrograde, it's a process they're doing, but I think it's worth it in the end because, um, you know, just acting on impulse, it's going to cause you to lose relationships and burn down relationships. And I think this is also the same with people who are prone to starting fights, just starting fights because they're frustrated with themselves. They're frustrated with their life. They're frustrated with how things are going or they're frustrated with another person. Um, again, pull back, see what is actually bothering you. And make sure that you're doing what is possible to give creative, good problem-solving solutions necessary. Speaking of conflicts, Mercury retrograde also being in Virgo. So when it comes to the plant, when it comes to Mercury retrograde, which means breakdown in communication um, and breakdown with thought patterns. One thing I've been seeing a prevailing notion of, so unfortunately with Virgo, they have, they can have a good side, they can have a shadow side, just like with any other of the signs. When it comes to retrograde planets, it seems like the sign usually gets the shadow side. And the shadow sides of Virgo is that they tend to ice people out whenever they feel like it. They tend to ironically not communicate when they, you know, feel like it and not really actively resolve issues. That's kind of opposed to their good side where they try to help the community, they try to help their family, they're trying to help other people out, and they're just trying to help um, life go with the flow and be in harmony. 
So um, with that said, what I'm seeing with um, Mercury retrograde is that a lot of people are prone to either giving the cold shoulder or not really talking through things at all. I know personally at work, I've been feeling like everybody has been mad at me. And when I've reflected, it's like, did I overstep boundaries? Did I say something wrong? Did I do something that was wrong? Normally, I usually come to a no in that checklist, and I don't know what's really going on. So I feel like here's the biggest message of all when it comes to Mercury retrograde in Virgo. So stargazers, make sure that you are, you know, communicating as much as possible, especially if you have a beef with somebody, especially if there is a conflict with somebody, make sure that you're communicating with them and resolving that conflict as much as possible. Instead of giving the cold shoulder, I think using I statements such as I'm feeling that you're doing this. I feel that you're doing that. And giving the other person a chance to kind of maybe say, oh my God, I didn't realize I did this or I didn't realize I did that, you know, or give the other person a chance to come to also state their own point of view and come to a resolution um, because everyone can't read your mind. You know, if you're one who's prone to giving the cold shoulder or icing people out, no one can read your mind. And, you know, um, resolutions will not come if you're not going to be very forthright about it. Um, so I definitely really recommend that. And, of course, um, I mean, if I know um, having Virgo um, being my, my natal Mercury is actually stationed in Virgo as well as Venus. So I've just been feeling like I've been stepping in some mysterious goop and therefore having all, you know, technology malfunction on me. I feel like I've been jinxed when it comes to technology. If you are feeling this way, especially if you have aspects in either Gemini or Virgo, again, you're not alone. What I recommend, um, I usually keep a piece of sugar light with me when it comes to technical situations. Um, I find that that's very helpful and also just being very extra patient when it comes to technology because it's running at a slower mode than what we're used to at this time. So with both Mercury retrograde and Mars, they're both opposite Neptune at this time. So for Mercury retrograde opposite Neptune, there's a lot, I think what's causing the icing out and the lack and lapse of communication is a sense of delusion. You know, somebody's believing, especially in relationships, everyone's kind of in their own thought base and they're kind of believing whatever it is they want to believe, whether it might be stirred by someone else. Like, for example, um, someone like a fr your friend had mentioned that your boyfriend is a wife beater and you're more prone to believing your friend than you might be in giving your boyfriend a chance. Maybe your boyfriend was not a wife beater. Maybe he was mistaken. Maybe someone else, maybe your friend's like mistaking him with someone else. Maybe he's like the most pacifistic, wonderful person in the world. Um, but you're more prone to believing your friend right away. Or uh, the biggest case I usually see is that one coworker, is telling another coworker that someone else 
you know, did X, Y, and Z when someone else did not. And also believing that coworker instead of instigating and really investigating the issue at hand. And speaking of instigating and investigating, that's precisely what we need to do during this transit, kind of taking the role of the philosopher or taking the role of the detective, breaking down these conclusions and seeing if they actually have fact, if this other person may have lied about the other person because they feel threatened for some reason or another, that you're friends with this person or that you're on good terms with this person. Or, um, you know, whether it is someone like your, like your friend in this instance, she might be feeling threatened by your current boyfriend. Again, kind of piecing that together and figuring it, figuring all of that out. Um, all the way around, I think really not believing delusion and really just kind of stepping back and seeing where the pieces fall is going to be very beneficial at this time. And I think it's going to reduce the amount of giving the cold shoulder to random innocent people in turn and or having a complete misfiring of communication all the way around. Uh, with Mars um, opposite Neptune, so in relation to relationships, I'm looking at sexual energy is kind of dampened down a little bit. I'm also seeing when it comes to energy to meet our goals and our dreams, especially when it comes to relating to others, these things are kind of getting a little bit of a lag. And um, I know that lag is very, it causes a lot of tension and it's very frustrating in return. It's very frustrating when you're working on your goals and you just feel like there's like this void inside of you that's preventing you from even moving. I had that last weekend when I was trying to encompass my, my uh, personal creative projects. It was so weird too. It's like the oddest feeling, but I do liken that to this transit. Um, there might be some inaction or inertia um, going on within the relationship right now. You feel like you want to meet certain standards. You might want to meet certain goals. You want to do certain things, but you just feel very like you have that lag as well too. Um, what I would just say is um, in trying to encompass, you know, not only having grace for yourself, but doing what you can to encompass goals um, as much as you possibly can, but also giving yourself some grace. If you're feeling inert or you're feeling sluggish and you're not able to get to everything that you hoped or planned to do, don't give yourself such a hard time at this time. It's to be expected with this transit, this, this sluggishness. And just maybe use the energy that you do have to just try to chip away at those goals. And that even includes relationship goals as well, too. Just, you know, using it just to chip away and just do what you can within the moment. Um, good news is, you know, Mars within the next, I would say about next week or two, should be moving from Virgo to Libra. Once it moves, this inertia is going to stop or it's going to at least be put on hold. The same with the sexual sluggishness as well too. In this time though, I think what would really be a good, I think what Neptune is trying to point us to when it comes to our lessons 
is the same thing that I've been kind of mentioning these last couple of weeks in uh, two different episodes, and that would be either mindfulness in sex or flat out tantra as well too. And that can really help when it comes to any sort of blockages that are happening within the sexual realm. I think one being really fully connecting to the moment and really fully connecting to the to our partner and a little bit less on orgasm as well too. However, it's not just about squares and oppositions this week. We do also have some trines. So Mars and Mercury retrograde are both trined Pluto. What I see with Mercury retrograde, the more that we get over the boundary or the barrier that we have with communication, the more that we stop kind of icing people out and the more that we can communicate what's bothering us. And the more that we can just communicate in general, the more we're going to come to deeper insights about our communication style, about our listening style, and our thought patterns as well, too, which is the overall goal with Mercury Retrograde. It's not to get stuck in particular shadow signs or not to get stuck with particular shadows or not to get stuck in ruts. It's also to, um, you know, really reflect inwardly. And I feel like with uh, Pluto retrograde, especially, that can help us to not only go deep, and that can not only help us to be more insightful, but also when it comes to areas with communication, we can probably come to more insight with relationships if we just simply open up and communicate as well too. With Mars, also trying Pluto, The more that we do work with the sluggishness, the more that we do work with sexual dysfunction um, in the relationship, again, I think more of those deeper insights can come to us as well. That probing nature of of Pluto can help us to come to more deeper insights um, to where, again, we can kind of really fully notice more than what we noticed before. It's kind of noticing what's deeper and a little less on the material, like kind of actually kind of noticing more of what's more spiritual as opposed to what's on a very material plane, so to speak. You know, having a basic material knowledge compared to having an evolved, almost spiritual knowledge of certain things. Being Pluto retrograde as it is, this is going to be 40-year knowledge as opposed to four-hour knowledge. Um, so, you know, again, thing, these transits will end with the end of Mercury retrograde. That's about another week and a half. And also when Mars moves into Libra. But um, again, in this time that we have, um, you know, again, we can kind of learn to just kind of accelerate our learning, deeper learning, deeper relating uh, when it comes to these transits as well, too. Mercury retrograde is also um, trined Jupiter. So we have a grand trine here, which is also very nice. Um, with Mercury with Jupiter and also Mars with um, Jupiter. As, and also these two uh, planets are also uh, trined Uranus as well. Um, usually this relates, so with Mercury retrograde, this relates to good news and a good time for extended travel. A lot of optimism is also in store with us. I think that as we do more work in communicating effectively and communicating with our partners effectively, 
doing a little less of the icing out, doing a little less of giving the cold shoulder. We also have things that will work with us in return as well, too. For me, a good example of this was, you know, um, I've had, I've actually been uh, practicing film acting uh, just for my own psycho-emotional health. And uh, it was recommended by my therapist. And um, I've just been like posting whatever I've practiced on YouTube, and it's been getting a lot of views. And I don't expect that. Um, I just kind of expect maybe one or two views, if, if any views at all, and just kind of post it for myself. And really, it's been kind of like a interesting, optimistic, and, you know, kind of nice luck in that vein. And, um, and I kind of see with that, that with relationships as well. The more that we work with Mercury Retrograde, the more that, you know, things will work with us that will be in the good, you know, the right place at the right time. And things will kind of move a little more smoothly. It won't just be, hey, I have to, you know, face my lessons and take the bumpier road. Things will be lessened a little bit more. When it comes to Mercury uh, retrograde uh, trying to Uranus, um, again, new possibilities, good news um, is also the prevalent notion within this transit as well, too. With Mars um, trying to Jupiter, Astrology King mentions it's like an increase in competition and also being benevolent. That'll give you a good boost in your life. Um, especially when it comes to relationships. I've noticed uh, with the benevolence, kind of tapping into some healing energy has been helpful with me. But also when it comes to relationships, maybe like volunteering your time uh, with your significant other. Not only are you helping the community and being benevolent there, but you're also helping your relationship by being closer uh, with that act of benevolence as well, too. So I think that that's an idea that can happen within this time. Um, you know, maybe both you and your significant other could volunteer or do something good within the community as well. With Mars trying to Uranus, um, breaking free of restrictions, I think, again, to a sexual boost, um, you guys are willing to experiment, I think, also when it comes to sexual restrictions with Mars opposite uh, Neptune retrograde, especially, um, you know, you'll be able to kind of move through those boundaries pretty quickly. But again, it'll be accepting far more radical experimentation, far more radical views, being willing to experiment with your partner. And I think that'll kind of drive you to very close together. Also, um, you know, that breaking free of restrictions as well, too, I think that kind of goes hand in hand with Mercury retrograde. The more that we, um, you know, kind of communicate, the more that we do the work, the more, again, that we're able to break down some of the some of the things that are causing us to hold us back, especially with the icing out. You know, we're able to resolve issues and conflicts and come to a really good place with people and also a, a really accurate place with people, not believing delusions and believing hearsay, but really just kind of, you know, 
hammering out and ironing out details more than anything. Um, Neptune retrograde is actually sextile Uranus and Jupiter as well. So that's a, not, not only a big boost in intuition, but also with creativity. There's also an open-mindedness of it and, you know, instead of clinging to dogma. So when it comes to personal views in the relationship, you're far more willing to kind of go with the flow. You're far more willing to accept different opinions other than your own. And that also, along with boundaries, can really be helpful, especially when it comes to sociopolitical opinion or revolutionary opinion or revolutionary ideas it's good to have an adequate amount of support on both sides of the relationship when it comes down to that. And also Neptune is sextile Pluto, again, um, following into intuition more than anything. If you have a hunch about your partner, now is that time to use that hunch. Now is that time to use that intuition. You will also be good chances that you will also be correct when you have a flash of, you know, your partner liking a particular dinner or a flash of your partner liking opera um, or your flash of a partner um, liking certain things and trying certain things or that you both might like certain things. Um, so definitely follow the intuition um, within this within this time. Last but not least, I always cover the moon last because it always, like the sun, shifts every day. So with the sun, right, or with the moon, sorry, right now, um, it is also trying Mercury retrograde as well as the sun's position. So right now what we're seeing is that our emotional lives can be well balanced with the insights that we're coming to with Mercury retrograde. Again, it's doing the work, um, you know, doing the work with Mercury retrograde, not icing people out, not avoiding communication, not avoiding thought, not avoiding, you know, getting a little deeper when it comes to that. But, you know, the moon um, being our most inner selves and being our most intuitive parts will also help to guide us as to where we need to go when it comes to Mercury retrograde. Um, and, you know, listening to that feeling nature inside of us will be helpful. And then I look at um, any sort of beneficial aspect between the sun and the moon as good yin-yang energy, um, you know, understanding both genders as opposed to just one or the other, um, understanding a masculine and also a feminine point of view within relationships is what I come to with that. It is squared um, Venus shadow at this time. So when it comes to relationships or when it comes to our feeling natures and relating, making sure that our feeling natures, again, kind of like with Mars, not overruling us to where we're instigating fights or where we're having really emotional, emotionally charged sort of situations coming out as well. Again, pulling back and really reassessing what you want to do in this particular moment and what's going to happen or what you want to have happen can be very helpful. The moon, by the way, is also within Taurus. Um, so I feel like right now within this chart, the moment we have a lot of earth energy. So within relationships, this is a great time when it comes down to building the foundations really um, methodically step by step 
encompassing everything, you know, that we're um, able to do that. That's really going to be our focus. That's really going to be our goal. I think pulling back with the planets that are making us the most impulsive, um, particularly the, the moon, as well as um, Mars at this time, I think that we'll have a little extra help with that, with this grounded earth energy and just trying to huh, take a breath, trying to ground, trying to rethink of what we're going to do, what we're going to say before we do it. And again, it's going to be kind of a process um, when it comes to pulling back. But the more that we try to do what we can, uh, like I said, no one's perfect. I've made mistakes as well myself. But the more that we try to pull back as much as possible, the more we try to ground, the more that we try to just kind of ease on the gas a little bit, I think the better off we'll be. And the more informed we'll, you know, we can come to a more informed place when it comes to conflict resolution as well as come to a more informed place within all of our relationships. So stargazers, I'm going to be honest. Um, this is actually my second recording today. I recorded the original and unfortunately due to Mercury retrograde, it got deleted. So I'm hoping the second recording is very insightful for you. I hope this episode really brought a lot of insight to you uh, for this time being. As always, don't be afraid to take a look up at the stars with the retrograde parade. Um, well, first off, I'm glad that Venus retrograde is done with. But, you know, with the retrograde parade, uh, we not only have Mercury, we have Neptune, Pluto, as well as Saturn. Jupiter will be soon to come within this month. So, I mean, with the retrograde parade and all that it brings, it's so good to take a mindful moment and just to look up at the stars, see the constellations that make up our zodiacal signs, or just all in general, just to look up at the stars, just to give us a little bit of a break. Um, but overall, we are looking at the origins of astrology when we do so. And stargazers, between now and next week, I do hope I find you well. And until then... I will, I will talk with you then. If you have any further questions or comments for Sandra Misek, you can contact her at Misek, M-I-S-E-K, dot Sandra at gmail.com. At her Instagram page, at Sandra Misek, again, that is M-I-S-E-K. It's actually at Sandra dot Misek, that's M-I-S-E-K. And also for as little as $2 a month, you can, be, you can become a, a member to this podcast. Visit patreon.com forward slash 7th house astrology for more details.